Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Delta Flyers with Tom and Harry as we journey through episodes of Star Trek Voyager. Your two hosts along this journey are my fellow Voyager actor, who also played Raymond Hahn on an episode of All-American Girl in 1994, and myself, Robert Duncan McNeil, your favorite helmsman. Remember, you can get the full version of this podcast by signing up to become a patron at patreon.com forward slash the Delta Flyers. Gary, hey. wow! This is uh, this is a new this is new territory yeah. for us. Having you uh, read the intro, it's very exciting. Oh, it is exciting. All American Girl. That's the show. Mm-hmm. That's the project I was working on when I found out that I booked Voyager. So that was I, right before. Yeah, I remember this because I feel yeah. like I feel like the first time I met you, you had literally just filmed it or something because yeah. you yeah. were there for a hair. Hair makeup check, or yeah. I don't remember. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, you got that funny. right. Gosh, How did that yeah. happen? I was cast as a different role, a co-star role for the pilot episode of this um, right. sitcom, which was starring Margaret Cho, the comedian. And uh-huh. it, was her, it was her, you know, it was her sitcom basically. And I was cast as handsome Korean man number two, or maybe three. I don't know. <laughs> One of those numbers. I don't know. But um, they liked me so much. The producers were like, listen, we're just going to bring you back in our first episode as the guest star, as Dr. Raymond Hahn. So a much more significant role. You're, you're oh, the guest wow. star. Yeah, you're playing her boyfriend through, through the whole episode. And I said, so what are you going to do with, with my role that I just, you know, that you just did it on the taped. pilot. Yeah, on the pilot, it's clearly going to be me, <laughs> and it's I'm playing another person. There's, they said, oh, we're going to recast it, which in the world of television sitcoms, that's very rare for them yeah. to recast that. You know, especially with a three three camera shoot for a sitcom shoot, they, they yeah. typically don't do that. So they were going to recast it, and I recommended um, a friend of mine. Uh, who actually worked on Next Generation, Tim Lunabos. I said, Tim's pretty good to to do this role. You should get right. him. He's he's actually Korean and and uh, and he's half Korean, half Caucasian. So um, check him out. And he actually ended up booking the uh, the role. Oh, that's and awesome. replacing me. Yeah. So I got a friend of mine in on that. So that's good. But that's, uh, yeah, but I, I got to be amazing. honest. I was sitting in Clyde Kasatsu's trailer, who plays the father on uh, All American Girl, and right. that's when I got the page. And I go, Clyde. This is my agent. I think this is. I think this is Voyager. The 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 information whether or not I book this. Can I use your phone? And he's like, of course. And so I'm dialing my agent, and that's when he you know informed me that I booked the role of Harry Kim, and I had to get my butt over to Paramount for that fitting uh, before the my, end of the day. My favorite part of what you just described was I was sitting in someone's trailer yeah and then i got the page yeah i got the page that's my favorite part <laughs> I, I got pager. the pager your beeper <laughs> went off you, you know what's funny though robbie there are people watching and listening to us that have no clue what a pager is oh, yeah. <laughs> so they're like what yeah huh yes that back in the day everybody we had these little devices that kind of they would just alert us to someone trying to contact us is what it was. It yeah. was uh, I don't know how else would you explain it, Robbie? You, it was just you to... could you could send a message yeah. on you would dial someone's pager. Right. And then you could send a message, I think using your keypad on your phone. I, I think it just, just showed leave the num- a number. I think it just showed the number that paged you. That's it. I think could it you was. send a message message? I didn't I thought, think you could text anybody could. at that point. 
No, huh. maybe it wasn't. I don't even yeah. remember. But yeah. yeah, it would send your number that was getting paged. Yeah. And you knew, you get, I mean, everyone mm. knew the number of their agent, their talent agent. Like, oh, it's my agent. You know, it's time to call yeah. them back. So yeah, it was a Beverly Hills number and it was the agency. And I knew that was them. And then that's when I found out I was going to be that's Harry. Amazing. So that's pretty exciting. Yeah. Can I show you the shirt? Okay. Yeah. So this shirt say? was given to me by Sabrilu. Yeah. So Sabrilu, I am your father. <laughs> and it has all of their... Thanks for giving us life because oh. remember I came up with the term Sabrilu to, to encapsulate That's the three, the three admirals. names, Sarah, Sabrina, and Luce became Sabrilu and they gave me this shirt on the That's cruise. So there you go. Amazing. I am their father. <laughs> in Star Wars. <laughs> Star font. Wars. In Star Wars phraseology, I guess. Yes. Yeah. Very cool. So, all right, let's get to our episode. Body and soul. You should know this yes, episode. I knew this was the episode. Oh, yes. Okay. Yes. All right. Well, let's go watch this episode and we'll be right back with our recap and discussion of body and soul. Woo, we're back from watching Robbie's episode, Body and Soul. Aww. Yeah, I'll tell, I gotta say, man, you had some interesting camera angles we've never, ever <laughs> seen before. <laughs> some shots that are super cool. As I watched it, I was like, oh yeah, I was trying, th I was getting a little more uh, confident, but yeah. I think the success was mixed for me on this in terms okay. of my direction. Okay. But it was a little more experimental and trying some things. Yeah, but, that's yeah. what it seemed like. You were trying yeah. some different, uh, some different concepts and different ideas and different, yeah. different setups for shots. You know, which is yeah. always good because you you yeah. need to try and push the envelope as much as you can. We were both wrong about the writer. Yes, this. we were. <laughs> <laughs> it is uh, uh, the story is by Michael Taylor. The teleplay was interesting. It's by three people. Mm -hmm. And the way it was listed, it said Eric Morris and spelled out A-N-D, Phyllis Strong. So I'm assuming uh -huh. they're a writing team. Exactly. And then there was an ampersand and that separated Mike Sussman. So it's yes. sort of like, am I right to say that? So Eric Morris and Phyllis Strong were together working on it. And yes. Mike Sussman was on his own as a, as another party working on this. Yes, on the exactly. Okay. exactly. Got it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Michael Taylor had the story directed yeah. by yours truly. Let's do our poetry synopsis. Here is my haiku for body and soul. Mm -hmm. A hunt for photons. Doctor must hide in seven. Photons aren't so bad. Very funny. Thank you. Good. Good. Yo. All right. Here we go with our limerick synopsis. Lay it on me. For body and soul. Here we go. When Doc is downloaded into Seven, things get really bizarre. While Tuvok struggles awkwardly with intense pond far. Doc gets Seven pretty hammered. Rannick becomes quite enamored. A new perspective can show how things truly are. I had to use all my strength not to laugh throughout that. That was very good. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks Thank so you. much. Thank you. Good job. Okay. Onwards and forwards. Guest stars. This is my yes. first time doing this. I felt so privileged and honored to switch this up a little bit. I know. Um, yeah. Okay. So we have, first of all, we have Fritz Sperberg. I mean, yes. couldn't have had this. Fritz is an American citizen, but this is the most German name that you could possibly Fritz have. Sperberg. Fritz Sperberg. Sperberg. Fritz yeah. Sperberg, uh, who played Captain Rannick. Yes. Very, very first credit is a 1982 TV movie version of Macbeth. Wow. He played Banquo. 
in that TV version of Macbeth. I wonder so, if it was like a PBS thing, like public to television. Yeah, because I'm thinking, that, like, when, what, when, yeah. did, when was that? Well, who filmed? did Shakespeare <laughs> in the on 80s? TV yeah. In the 80s, yeah. yeah. No. So maybe a public access thing could be. Yeah. yeah. All right. Next up, we have Marva Hicks. Marva Hicks played Tapel, mm-hmm. and she's played Tapel before. And yep. in this episode, she plays the holographic version of Tapel, but yet still Tapel. Yeah. So three episodes of Voyager, including this one. Her very right. very first credit was. The soap opera One Life to Live. Oh, now that soap opera ran from 1968 to 2013. She yes. was on that soap opera in 1968. No way, as a kid, she was a kid. Yes, yeah, she was a kid. She was a kid. Oh she was a kid. Gosh. Next up, we have Megan Gallagher, who portrayed the role of Lieutenant Jaron, who was not only <laughs> the tactical, but the medic, but the multiple. She had all everything. Types of roles. She's yes. the utility. Yes. Does it all. She does it all. Her first first credit yes. is 1984. She did an episode of a TV series, which you probably remember. It was called Buffalo Bill. Oh, yeah. Buffalo Dab- Bill. Dabney, Dabney Coleman, Coleman yeah. played a daytime talk show host. And so she was on that uh, show. Uh, one wow. episode in 1984. Wow. Now, interestingly enough, she yes. also went to Juilliard. She did. Mm-hmm. And so did her she... sister oh. who was there at the time I was there. So I knew her sister first. Oh, wow. Uh, That's Melissa crazy. Gallagher. Okay, okay. Was there at the same time, not in my class, but she was in a class close to mine. And yeah. I had heard about Megan. Megan was already doing very well i think she was doing maybe china well, beach at the well, time well first of all let's just say she yeah. won two theater awards for her work mm-hmm. on the broadway show version of a few good men yes okay so that's what kind of put her on the map and then she almost quit hollywood los angeles was it was so really? stressful yes because she just seemed she wasn't able to really book anything substantial she had a few minor credits but nothing nothing to mm-hmm. write home about and so she almost quit to go to law school Wow. And then right before that happened, she booked a recurring role on Hill Street Blues. She did 19 episodes of that. And that's what kind of turned her whole career around. Wow. Entirely. Yeah. So she almost left the industry. She's awesome. Megan's awesome. And she's very good friends with Bob Picardo. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. They're very old friends. I'm wondering, do you think Bob got her the role? Helped. I mean, I, did he suggest her name? I'm guessing. I don't think so. No? I I remember casting on this. I remember okay. going into the auditions and as yeah. as the director and casting the actors. And uh, I believe Megan came in to audition. And yeah. I knew about Megan. I don't know if I'd ever met her before, but I knew about right. her because of her sister, and her sister work, yeah. and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So uh, no, I think she auditioned. I think Fritz auditioned. Everybody. Everyone auditioned. Yeah. So it was a pleasant surprise for Bob Picardo to, to look at the call sheet and go, hey, here's my old friend, Megan. Yeah. So, and I think he, maybe he knew that she was auditioning. He might have mm-hmm. mentioned something to me. Okay. But okay. yeah, she was awesome. So Hill Street Blues, when she booked that role, that was 1989. Mm-hmm. She also went on a talk show. She was a guest on a late night talk show called oh. The Pat Sajak Show. Oh in my 1989, gosh. so Pat Sajak had had gotten all this at a fame. late night show. Well, yes, but but because of the job, the game, you know, the game Wheel show that he does, Wheel of Fortune, exactly. He, you know, impressed all the the big wigs, the execs, to the point where they said, "Hey, we're going to give you a shot at a late night talk show," and they gave him that 
shot, which lasted for one year and that was done. But mm -hmm. that was a show that she was a guest on. So wow. How funny. Megan Gallagher. And finally, we have David Starwalt, who played Captain Number Two, the second uh -huh. captain, alien captain that we deal with, well, that Janeway deals with. Yeah. And his very first credit was an episode of Lou Grant in 1977. Oh, so, my gosh. That's a long time ago. That's a, That was a great show. Yeah. Great, great Luke show. Grant. All right. So those All are right. our people. Thank you Look for that. doing that. It's fun to go down yeah. those rabbit holes, isn't it? It, it is. It is. Yeah. Okay. Um, let's jump right into this. We let's start off yeah, with this opening shot of a very cool comet kind yeah. of going across, across screen. It's being followed mm -hmm. by the Delta Flyer. We jump mm -hmm. into the interior of the Delta Flyer. What do you call that back section? What do you call I mean, that area? The I'm lab? Just, the lab uh, area? Okay. Yeah. Back area, back lab area. Yeah. The doctor's analyzing a piece of the comet, and yeah, he beams it into this tube in, in tube, the back, yeah. mm -hmm. and analyzing it. Suddenly, there's a bump. Yeah, he yells at Harry, calls up, and we see Harry is <laughs> flying the ship. Uh, have I flown I, the Delta Flyer I before? Think this? So I, think I don't think was, so either. Yeah, I was pretty excited to see that. Um, but that was very Harry's, cool. Yeah, but Harry's clearly annoyed. With the doctor, we can tell this has been something that they've been doing for a little bit of time, and we mm -hmm. learned that they are going to continue on this mission or assignment, mm -hmm. which is, you know, getting under Harry's skin a little bit. So uh, the doc calls Seven to head to the ward yeah. to, towards the back area. Come join yeah. me. Yeah. Come join me in the back. I, gotta, yeah, I want to show, you, show something. you something. Yeah. Exactly. She goes yeah. back there. He says it's pre-animate biomatter, the beginnings of life, and he gives yeah. this big speech. About the beginnings of life, beautiful, beautifully written, by the way. I gotta say, yes. like it, it's an inspiring little speech. It is inspiring little speech. Yeah, yeah. The about miracle these creation, primitive strands of DNA becoming, yeah. and he's basically talking about what they could end up being. All these yeah. amazing things, and it's 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 a nice speech. But mm -hmm. seven sort of rolling her eyes during this whole thing. Delta Flyer hits hits a, a few more bumps. The doctor's really annoyed. He calls back up to Harry, but Harry in the cockpit yells back, "We're under attack." Mm -hmm. bum, bum, bum. Under I gotta say, attack, yeah. Those alien spaceships are pretty Look cool. cool looking. They That's are what I wrote so, down. Yes. Every time I saw them, I'm like, those are cool. The color. Did you like have any finish? input into that at, in I terms of so. when you talked no. to VizFX? Were you like, hey, guys, it'd be cool if you did this thing? No, they just showed it to you, right? They just yeah. showed me, but it was cool. It, yeah. It's so cool. It's so close to our modern day fighter jets the shape of it you know what i'm yeah. saying to me it looks like an f-35 or whatever is the newest <laughs> whatever yeah. the newest fighter jet is now i have no clue they um, look very cool that's what they look like kind of like a futuristic yeah. sci-fi version of that it was hard to tell how big they were too though. yes that's true i guess we see it later on parked next to voyager well, so it's got to be but well, at first i was like is it a shuttle is that a full-size ship i couldn't yeah tell. but then later they, the delta flyer is in their cargo hold so yeah. you know it's big enough to that to the, delta the delta flyer, delta flyer. yeah so i'm assuming it is as big as voyager is is what i'm yeah gonna say. probably it's a, it's a little bit smaller but on par yep mm -hmm. yep this yep. patrol ship goes by it's chasing yep. the flyer uh we cut inside and and harry hails the vessel and says look we are not here uh, to hurt anybody where we're, we've got, you know, peaceful intentions. We're yeah. just looking at this comet and they say, well, you are carrying a suspected photonic insurgent. Yeah. Realizing. We're yeah. We're attacking yeah. you for transporting a photonic insurgent through a hologram space. Yes. yes. And it's like, oh, you got to be joking, but yes, their deal. That's their. Yeah. But their Harry's deal. like, that's just our doctor. And, yeah. uh, and they basically say, well, uh, 
they they shoot at you they disable the thrusters there's more weapons fire you try to call voyager for help but uh it doesn't go through communication system is knocked out and then suddenly mm-hmm. they lock on with a tractor beam and it was a very cool space shop with the tractor beam because then this yeah. other beam comes in yeah. and i was like what is that yeah we learned that it's a disruption field that starts the doctor fritzing in the back he starts mm-hmm. fritzing and mm-hmm. so that's what that second beam was and they yeah. they pull the flyer in as as the doctor sort of starts to degrade and harry yells back he goes seven you've got to do something hide hide the doctor hide the doctor yeah and so we don't see what she does but we cut back up to harry and four locurum beam into the back mm-hmm. uh they've got weapons and yeah. It's basically Rannick and Jaren and all two other and two security other, people. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. They head to the back with Harry, but they just find Seven back there. She's all alone. So we don't yeah. know where she hid the doctor. And she and, comes up with this story that uh, you guys didn't, you, it was you. It was you guys who decompiled his matrix. You okay. murdered him. So that's her story to the aliens. Yeah, that's her story. But she's acting a little weird to she me. She sure is. I was like... <laughs> That's not seven of nine. What's going on already? Like talking a little bit like the doctor, but they wouldn't know that because they don't know her. Right. But we as the audience know that. Yeah. Yeah. Immediately we're like, wait a minute. That sounds like the doctor, but it's seven. Something's up here. I will say right now that Jerry Ryan did an excellent Excellent job. So whatever you did to tweak her as a director, good job for you too. But boy, she got the essence of Bob Picardo. We're not Bob Picardo, but the doctor down Pat. Yeah. Yeah. She was, she was great. God, she was so good. She was so funny and yeah. Switching back and forth when she, you know, Oh yeah. uh, Puts him back into his, uh, Oh yeah. Mobile emitter. It just, the back and forth was great. She had so many funny moments. Yeah, I was really proud of her to be honest. It was great. Yeah. Okay. Um, continue. All right. So basically they go back there. We know something's up. Yeah. She blames them for basically killing the doctor. And mm-hmm. then we go back out to space. Yeah. Oh, and also and, they accuse oh. us of being, um, of, of, uh, of tr- manufacturing bioweapons. That was the other thing that they say back there. Yeah. They Remember talk that? about, yeah. We're, yeah, maybe we're manufacturing bio, bioweapons and they, they find the doctor's hollow emitter and they're like, what is this? Yeah. Seven lies. She lies and she says, uh, what does she say? She's so, a, my she's portable, portable regeneration. regeneration. Yeah. yeah. I have a yeah. unique physiology and it maintains my cyber cybernetic systems. So <laughs> they're not quite convinced. So they keep the mobile hollow emitter. Right. And uh, they arrest her. They arrest Harry. They arrest all of us. Yeah. Yes. And then we go to space. We see the yes. Lacorum ship fly by. Mm-hmm. This is where I said, nice ship. Such a nice but, ship. I'd like that ship. Awesome. (laughs) It's kind of like the Lamborghini of ships in a way. It just looks sick. It looked really cool. It's funny that we both felt that. Oh my God. Every time I saw it, I'm like, we need to keep this ship. Yeah. Can we just, can we, can we trade ships? Can we uh, give you Voyager and you can, we'll we'll take this one. It's very cool. Mm -hmm. All right. Then we go inside the Lacorm ship. We're in their prison area, Seven and Kim are uh, being arrested. Do you think I yelled too much in that one? You yelled. I said, I said, I Harry hits the wall and yells. Nice yeah. drama. That's what uh, I wrote. Down. You're okay with that then. Okay. Because yeah. I, I was like, I want to talk to your superior right in the opening of the scene when he throws oh, was me great. towards. And I wasn't sure if you thought that I was too loud. No, that, I thought so. it was great. The only <laughs> thing I, I was like, why do they throw Harry so roughly and then help Seven step over the threshold? I was like, <laughs> <"What>? <laughs> he shit this. 
This is weird. It's weird. Because they Harry Kim is the Rodney Dangerfield of Star Trek. No respect. Oh we, well, you were fighting the... back. She wasn't fighting back. <laughs> no, she. Yes. Um, I, oh, it's just a quick rewind back to the yeah. scene where the doctor is pontificating about these DNA strands. Yes. I like the blocking there that you did. It was all over the place uh, in terms of movement. It had some good yeah. movement. The only thing that bugged me at one point. He was, it was that weird, awkward, super close thing. Like he was right on her back almost. And oh, it just, yeah. and that was the only time where I was like, mm, he walked behind her. He kind of said something on one yeah. side and then walked behind her and right. came up over the other shoulder. Yeah. Popped up that way. And it looked like he was about to touch her back, but then he backed off. And so it was, it was a little awkward in terms of that one moment right there. That's it. There might've been some else force formed. blocking in this. I, I think the other thing I think when I was directing it that I was trying to do mm -hmm. was move the camera and move the actors more. Cause I yeah. feel like, and it, you did, I think in my, did. yeah, I felt like I moved the camera a lot. I moved the actors a lot. Sometimes it felt a little forced. I'll talk about a couple of those places okay. where I was like, mm, okay. I don't know if this worked, but gotcha. um, yeah, but I liked, right. I liked the blocking generally for this episode, the way that actors moved around and were busy, they had mm -hmm. things to do and, yeah. and movement, but in this scene, we see more of Seven acting like the doctor. Yeah. And uh, Harry doesn't know yet, though. Harry Still. doesn't know. Yeah. <laughs> you know, she she says, or he, the doctor in her body says, you know, it's not as dire as you think. Um, and and Harry is just really upset. He says, we've been captured by aliens and Voyager doesn't know what's going on. And the doctor's destroyed. And she says, she says, the reports of my decompilation have been greatly exaggerated dun, dun, in, a, in a manner that is definitely a doctor, the doctor. And, and Harry's like, uh, doc. Yeah. Great. And okay, then, get, yes, please then... state the nature of the medical emergency seven downloaded my program. So the, here we, the cat's out of the bag. What I hated about the scene was the dialogue. When really? she starts smelling and it turns out to be my uh, Harry's oh, body odor. Oh, I thought odor. that was so funny. I, it, yeah and no for me because I, I I just think that Harry Kim prides himself on being, and also Garrett Wong, on being a clean human being and yeah. constantly showering and taking care of business, you know? And I, and I yes. just... I just hated playing like the stinky person. Like I was, what was that in, in Charlie Brown and the peanuts? There's a, um, Oh, one. pig pen. Yeah. Pig pen. I was going to say something else, but yeah. Pig pen. Yeah. I felt like it's I was like, pig pen. In yeah. This. You were like pig pen in the scene. Unfortunately. It's, well, it's all about, it's the story about her senses. First, she touches yes. the first, the doctor in her body touches the, the force field and, and it, and it hurts. And so yes. he's like, wow, that hurt. That's great. <laughs> For the medical, my medical journals, and then he, and then, then he, the smelling, he, yeah, the, the doctor seven. Let's call it the, the doctor seven for now. So right. the doctor seven says, "What is that smell?" I, I thought she was so funny. Yeah, and then she walks around again. The blocking, I like that. I had her sort of yeah. take this around the room, and then it landed with you in the foreground and her looking over at you, and it was. I I, I, I felt really proud of the comedy. I, oh no, it's funny. The comedy blocking was great. I actually, I actually you just didn't printed, want to be the stinky one. I didn't want to be the stinky one. And then yeah, I, I printed it. up a photo of that actual, a still photo of me sitting there and her over my shoulder going that, 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 that yeah. smell of like that, that look of like, Oh, I just smelled something horrible. I printed that up to take to conventions as a photo to sign. Yeah. And very few people went for that photo. Oh, it was funny. Cause I, I think was like, that's such a funny moment. I, well, I, I thought it was, it was one of the few times that I had any still photography with seven just alone. So yeah. that's what I went with, but people didn't want to Aww. take that one. So that I'll buy me out. it. I'll okay, buy good. it from you.
All right. I'll just, uh-huh. I'll, you know what? You don't have to pay a dime. I'll send them all to you. I'll just, thank you. Can, you. You can wallpaper thank one room you. with it actually, if you'd like. So. Um, but I do like in this scene that we do um, learn that the doctor is sensing, not just inside her body, you right. know, downloaded into her or nanoprobes or cortical. Yeah. He's downloaded in there. Not only is he just downloaded, but he is experiencing yeah. all of the human senses that she experiences. So touch smell taste all of these things they'll go into there was a shot where the dr seven sort of touches her body and comes up is that his your choice or his choice i think i don't know who's that i don't know because it says harry says and now you're in control of seven's body and emh seven goes total control it seems and and just stops before touching. Yeah, the basically area. doing I, a joke about a joke. oh, I can feel my skin, but I start to go down to my breasts yes. and I and I stop I went, because whoops. I'm yeah. yeah. I don't know if it was. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, was, I, don't, I felt like the shot was too tight, to, you know, with a hand on the arm, and then I think the joke almost touching, you know, her breasts was not a great joke. I don't know. It didn't work for me. I don't think you. I don't think that was your idea. I don't think it was, honestly. And it was either scripted or maybe Bob's, Bob's idea. We can yeah. ask Bob, actually. Yeah. So, okay. But that bothered you a little bit, clearly. Yeah, it just didn't work for me. Yeah. And it felt a little Forced. objectifying of her body yes. or in some it way. It felt a little 1990s. Yeah, it did. It yeah. did. Yeah. Okay. I did like the scene overall. Um, mm-hmm. We go to a, a space flyby next of Voyager. We've got yeah. a captain's log. She basically yeah. says we finished a maintenance layover and we're meeting the Delta flyer right. in uh, 48 hours. So mm-hmm. they don't know any of this is happening yet. No, they think everything's fine. We go into Tuvok's quarters. Plum Tuvok. <laughs> we're there. There's Tuvok and Paris is scanning him, but Tuvok is shaking and sweating and he's clearly not well. He looks and, like he's on a bender. Yeah. <laughs> and Tom says, it looks like a virus. And Tuvok's like, no, no. no not a virus. Repli- replicate <laughs> this formula the doctor made for me. And Tom's like, you know, I can't just replicate medicine without knowing what it is. And <laughs> Tuvok admits that uh, it basically admits that it's Ponfar. Tuvok says, if you must know, I am suffering from a neurological, neurochemical imbalance. Mm. Versus like an imbalance. And he goes, it's native to my species. And that's when Tom, oh, this is the kind of imbalance that comes around once every seven, seven years. years. Good job. So it was funny. It awkward. Yeah. Uh, I like when Tom says maybe the meditation. Uh, Tuvok suggests that if I medita- meditate, I can stay in control of my symptoms. And Tom says, well, if that doesn't work, there's always a sonic, cold sonic shower was funny but yeah it was it was uh it was very sweet and at the end tuvok doesn't want everybody to know and tom says well according to my tricorder it's just a mild case of the percalian flu and tuvok is seems uh he's happy he's, with that yeah answer. he's satisfied with that so yeah. when you're filming this scene did you have marvin rush watch the monitor for you or did you have uh jerry probably or... probably marvin probably marvin? I think I do remember when I did these kind of scenes, I would, I would tell Marvin, Hey, here's what I'm going for. Here's what I think the, the, you know, important story points are make sure that I'm delivering that. And yeah. And he would watch it, but we didn't have playback or anything. So I couldn't see, I would watch it with the stand-ins doing Tom. Yeah. 
and this my stand-in or someone would do it with Tim Russ, and so I'd watch the rehearsal that way. But then when I was out there, I would check with Marvin. So, yeah, well, yeah. you did a good job, even though you yeah, were directing. You. I thought their pacing was was on point. So thank you. Yes, you're thank welcome. You. Alrighty, and we next on? we go to the Lacorum ship. Oh, the detention brig, the brig, yes. uh, Lacurum, 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 something Lacurum. like that. Yeah. yeah, we go in the ship. Uh, Seven is, or Dr. Seven is eating a, what looks like a cookie to me. Well, no, well, the first shot is of Harry. You get, you oh, got Harry's the shot on me it. and I, I bite into what looks like a bread roll or something like that or a cookie, yeah. whatever. And I'm like, this, yeah. I give the same face that Seven gives in smelling yeah. Harry's B.O., and I'm like, he hates this, this is the cookie. Worst. It's disgusting. Yeah. Then you go past me onto seven, and she's like, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like yeah. savoring. The, the doctor seven says, Oh, I had no idea eating was such a sensual experience and is so into it. So that was kind of funny. He goes, He goes, um, feeling it slide down seven's esophagus. It's exquisite. And then, yeah. and that's Harry, and Harry answers. They're prison rations. I mean, this is <laughs> this is jail food. This is gross. This food, is the worst. The, oh, this, the doctor's no, never experienced eating, so there's no Michelin stars here. No, no. And he says the doctor says when we get back, uh, maybe you can uh, program my 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 program with a stomach, and we could construct a holographic stomach to store the food for eventual recycling if we have to. He just wants to keep experiencing <laughs> eating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Harry's like, look, let's just get to the current present situation and think about how to get out of this let's stop talking yes. about making a stomach for you you know this is ridiculous mm-hmm. jaron comes in and says seven that uh she needs to come with them mm-hmm. and harry stands up and says i'm the senior officer you if you're going to take someone it's going to be me which i thought was great you know harry is really trying to protect seven and do the right thing according to you know protocol and be official and all that but they're they're taking seven. And at the same time, I kept thinking, why is Harry volunteering to be basically probed by the aliens? <laughs> in, yeah. in, in essence, like, why is he volunteering? But I guess he's trying, trying to be nice. It's trying the to proto- do yeah, he's, protocol. Yeah, he's doing the honorable thing. Yes. Um, but the Dr. Seven turns to Harry and says, Ensign, I can take care of myself. And then as she exits, tells Jaron or one of the guards, my compliments to the chef on, <laughs> on these horrible biscuits. The background actor's expression on his face is like, oh, <laughs> that was like, I oh, my felt God, like that reading. So to to remind everybody, yeah. I, I've mentioned it before, <laughs> but I had Bob Picardo. I took my video camera in his trailer one day before yes. we shot this. And I had him do all the scenes where Seven was supposed to, you know, do where it, Jerry it, yes. Ryan yes. was supposed to be talking like him. Yeah, I had Bob do it in his trailer. Yeah. And this is one line where I was like, oh, I think she literally copied how he delivered it. Yeah. Compliments to the chef. To the chef. Yeah. It was it just had the ring of Bob's so, line reading so perfectly. You recorded Bob Accardo saying yeah. all the lines at seven, and then you handed that to that footage. I gave that to Jerry. Jerry Ryan, and she practiced and she, she kind of got into doctor mode. So good oh, job. Yeah. 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 Good. Smart move. Yeah. And no one told you to do that, correct? No one told you to do that. No. Like no. Berman, no one said, hey, by no. the way, you better do this. Like this was your own initiative, Yeah, which is a very smart yeah. thing to do as a director yeah, yeah. in this episode. Mm-hmm. It was great. We go to the shuttle bay. We see the Delta Flyer in their shuttle bay. Yeah. And then we cut inside and <laughs> uh, there is uh, Rannick. Rannick. Yeah. Rannick. Rannick. Uh, yeah. He's inside. He's examining the uh, 
the the Delta Flyer, and yeah. he's 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 you know kind of uh, figured out a lot of the systems of the Delta Flyer, the duranium reinforced hull, and right. um, he thinks this is because they're smugglers. And then Seven's like, "Look, we're not. How many ways am I going to tell you this? We're not smugglers. We're not terrorists." And Ronick is like, "Oh, so if you're innocent, you won't mind telling me more about what." This is, and he points at the replicator. Yeah, and uh, the Doctor Seven says it's just a food replicator, and he thinks it can be used to create bioweapons or something. And uh, she makes a joke. She makes a joke about not unless you count Mister Neelix's bully and souffle. Souffle. <laughs> and but then she uh, she replicates a slice of New York cheesecake. Right. He thinks uh, it might be poison. Yeah. And the way she said, oh, please, sounded so much like the doctor. I love that. Yeah. She grabs yeah. it. She starts eating it. And it's the best thing that she's ever, well, first thing oh. that with that with real taste, not prison yes. food. And she loves it. She's yes. like, mm, mm, mm. but what I love the most is when, when she, he says, she hands him, she goes, oh, no, no, no. Let me, let me get replicate another piece for you. She does. But then instead, instead of handing him the fresh piece, she gives him the already, the one she already bite. took a yes! bite out of. Yeah. That, it was funny. I find that that was probably there was a you. lot of funny in this. You put that in there. I'm I guessing. might have, I might have. I mean, or do you think I, Jerry suggested that? I don't because know. That, Who knows? That was a hard laugh for me. The minute she gave him the already bitten the out already of one. Eaten. Yes. It was like, uh, okay. So it's funny, funny because we didn't do a lot of comedy on Voyager. And I do feel like these last couple episodes, like someone to watch over me and oh my God. body and soul this, that I directed. Yeah. I, I feel like, I don't know if I was consciously trying to put more comedy in or if I just happened to get some that had comedy, but uh, I was really maybe. starting to find my you know voyager comedy taste a little uh, more oh, yeah. directing these yeah. yeah there's some wonderful comedic moments that i definitely lol would out uh oh good big time uh good. did i say that right lol'd out no I laughed out loud very funny scene after the cheesecake they keep yes. ordering stuff there's a passage of time and yes, you have an awesome shot you're, you just pan across all these little dishes of things that were replicated that they clearly they've oh had a God. feast. They've had a, it banquet. was a disgusting they've, mess. It oh was like, God. there was food so much food and there. drinks everywhere, everywhere. And you can hear them talking and they're laughing and they're clearly drunk. They're okay? drunk and, and they're you full. Yes. End up on this shot above. Oh, it was insane. I was like, Whoa. I mean, that was awesome. And yeah, it was I thought, a cool shot. Holy moly. So this was experimentation. Right it was here. a little bit. Yeah. We were on a crane. We're yes. on a crane arm, so we came over all the trash and the food, yeah. and then revealed yeah. that that they're both drunk. Seven's lying face up with her legs kind of like <laughs> askew, like, askew. <laughs> yes, yeah. and uh, he's down on the floor. And he's a yeah. hot mess too. Everyone's a mess in this one, right? Yeah. It's fine. Oh God. Yeah. Um, so you got no flack for that then? You, no. Just, I love mm -mm. it. I love it. Clearly, this is a shot that you had planned for beforehand. It wasn't yes. on the fly. You because you requested the crane for that day's shooting, correct? Like you were yes. like, I need a crane yeah. for this then. Yeah. Okay. All right. Continue. Um, I love when when uh the uh <laughs> seven talks about, you know, my life truly didn't begin until I came on board Voyager and met the one person that changed my life. And Ranick says the captain. captain. And she goes, No, no, <laughs> our doctor. Doctor. <laughs> That's right. The photonic that you hate. He's amazing. If you could have only known him ruggedly handsome, ruggedly handsome with towering intellect. And if he and I hadn't been colleagues, well, now we'll never know what heights we could have reached. So oh I love God. I love the uh, 
the drunk kind of ranting about how amazing the doctor is was very, <laughs> very funny. And we see this kind of sensitive side of the captain too. He's like, he's starting to, you know, fall for her charms and, uh, and uh, in his drunkenness. Uh, my goodness. It was quite funny. She talks about her in this drunken state. She does say, you know, uh, she needs her, the mobile emitter, basically her regeneration yeah. device back because she's, she needs her regenerate, regenerate, and she stumbled on it. My re yeah. regener regeneration, regeneration device. device. <laughs> and then she says, as you can see, my, my, uh, uh, my cortical implants are already destabilizing or something. So yeah. Blaming the, uh, the drunkenness on, she needs the mobile emitter back. Yeah. I mean, she kind of puts the stakes high. She goes, if I survive that long and that's, yeah. you know, she beat, she baits him. And that's when he says, what do you mean? She, and, yeah. But he says, I, I'll give this back to you if you do something for me. But we don't know what that is. We don't we know don't what it is that. yet. We no. don't see it. And then we cut back to the prison. Back to the, the break. Yeah. There's I Harry. love this scene for Harry because number one, we're not talking about Harry's BO. So I'm pretty excited, <laughs> but I really enjoyed this scene because it's Harry seeing a super inebriated seven walking back in and, and Harry clearly thinks this is just the worst thing you could possibly do is drink on the job basically. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so uh, again, love the repartee back and forth between, between um, Harry and seven. And also I really enjoyed your blocking. You kept it moving as well in this scene too. So yeah, really yeah good. kept it moving around. Mm -hmm. Eventually Harry mm -hmm. helps seven to bring the doctor yeah. back out to his hollow emitter. Now that she has it. I loved your blocking of when you put seven on, put her face on the bed. Cause she, yeah, she's, she's like, so drunk. Yeah, she's, she's like, she's so drunk. She lays just here. her face there. Yeah. And she goes, you know, he's not such a bad guy that captain Rannick. I thought, Oh, this is great. So good. It was funny. It yeah. was a funny episode. A lot of funny stuff in this. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But the doctor is is out of her body and Seven immediately feels sick and is really mad at the doctor. For, oh, yeah. For uh, drinking and getting drunk. And abusing and... My, her body. Basically, yes. no consent. This is, you know, an early no consent yes, issue. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. She's mad. She is very mad. We're still in the prison and we still have the doctor separated from, he's already out, but he's off to the side. Like Harry sort of ushered them to the side. So they're not in view. Right. Yes. But of course, in this day and age, there should be security cameras all the time. That's exactly that. what Rebecca said. She's like, don't see they that. have cameras in their prison cell? Like I we know. even have that. We have them. We, you see yes. everything that transpires in a prison cell. So it's, it should have been recorded that yes. the doctor showed up or defritzed or yeah appeared yeah. after we uh, put him back into the into the emitter she talks about abusing his body uh her body and harry says you know look let's get back on track we've got to yeah. find a way out of here we do find out in the scene by the way that seven is aware of everything happening so it's not yeah. like her consciousness it just goes away goes and takes away. a vacation no she can feel well she knows that this is what's happening right this the, conversation yeah, the doctor's happening. in control of her body but she's aware of what he's doing yes. so Yes, but they they decide that they've got to figure out a way to um, to tap into their communication system. Yeah, Harry and, comes up with that that plan, yeah. right? So He's Harry like, says, "Tap into the comm system, get a message to Voyager." Mm -hmm. um, and the doctor says, "Well, deciphering alien computers is not exactly my forte." Mm -hmm. But Seven goes, "Well, it is one of mine if mm -hmm. you can get me close enough while they're accessing their systems." So basically, the plan is the doctor needs to jump back into the body, mm -hmm. and and Seven slash the doctor needs to uh in essence 
do a little bit of a spy mission to find mm -hmm. out exactly what these codes are on the computer, like how to, yeah. you know, get out of this situation. What are the command protocols that the captain happens to use? So these are the, the this is the mission that yep. Harry suggests. Yeah, so, yeah. Yep. So they, you know, re-download the doctor back into her body. And now we go into the medical bay, the Lacorum sick bay, basically. Yeah. And the doctor uh, slash seven is assisting Jaron, who yeah. is is uh, Megan Gallagher, mm -hmm. and assisting with some kind of medical case. There's someone on a bio bed there, and well, yeah, that person is that was attacked by one of the photonics. So that's what it, it was, right? So photonic has a viral weapon, which the the cerebral cortex is attacked. So yeah, you survive for a little bit, but then at some point, there's com complete synaptic failure, and you're done. Yeah. So in a few days, and so this so. Is yeah. So the doctor slash seven says, well, we need to synthesize a neural inhibitor. Mm -hmm. And um, and then we learn that Jaron uh, is not just uh, like a medic, the chief medical officer here, mm -hmm. but she's also an engineer. And she tactical. says kind of a tactical, yeah. kind of a jack of all trades. Yeah, because and a third of their crew um, was lost to mm -hmm. the photonic insurgents. Mm -hmm. That's why. And the doctor slash seven says, oh, well, you really, you know, know your way about around a medical bay and mm -hmm. maybe that's your true calling. And Jaron says, well, actually, Emic thought uh, that I'd become a teacher. Mm. And the doctor slash seven's like, who's Emic? And Jaron says there was a phot photonic that helped raise her and her brother. Mm -hmm. And uh, she thought she felt like Emic was like family before the insurgency. Mm -hmm. She doesn't understand why Emic turned uh, to the rebellion because they never treated him like a servant. Um, you know, they, they he was part of the family, but he turned against them anyway. Mm -hmm. And then the doctor slash seven says, well, do you think it's possible he felt subjugated? Mm -hmm. So that was an interesting kind of perspective. I like that little exchange about the doctor sort of... Um, seeing their perspective and we get the doctor's perspective but through seven it was like layers yeah. of, of yeah. scenes going on definitely good job my jerry ryan playing all those different layers they kind of flirt by the end of this by the There's way a little like, bit of flirting yeah it's it, which it's is weird because you know it's the doctor but yet it's seven yeah saying it so jaron is you know probably assumes like Oh, that's not flirting. That's just connecting about my family, and, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. and Emic and all these other things. So yeah. it was an interesting other layer of of the scene, which was nice. For sure. Then we head back to Club Tuvok. The medication is not happening. It's uh, mm -hmm. Tuvok. It's not working. To, no, it's not working at all. Yeah. He wants to may, maybe increase the dosage and... And Paris doesn't believe this is the smart idea. Um, but you, what do feels... you think of this blocking? Uh, is when they walk over by the window. Yeah. I Yeah. Talk about this blocking first before okay. we go into the scene. Yeah. So, yeah, Paris is still there trying to help Tuvok, but it's not, this medication is not working, mm -hmm. working, working, working is another way. It's of not working. It. <laughs> and um, yeah. Tuvok just goes, you know, maybe I'll just tough this out until the doctor comes back and mm -hmm. walks over to the window. He's trying yeah. to just compose himself and then. Tom comes over and stands shoulder to shoulder with him and they don't look at each other because Tom's awkward, awkwardly sort of suggesting like, you know, you could go to the holodeck and maybe, you know, take care of things in a holodeck sort of way uh, with your pawn far. And 
it, they don't look at each other the whole scene until the very end. I actually love. I think it, I thought it was great. I like that blocking. I mean, are you, are you looking? Are you? No, are you, I loved it. They're okay, looking you're not at critiquing the it. Though. Okay. No, I, but it was bold. It was you know what it was like you know when you when you have any type of conversation at a men's urinal you never look at the guy next to you at the urinal that's you just what it like, was hey, like it was like two guys at day, the urinal yeah how about those yankees huh great game is that what you wrote in your script like urinal scene yeah something <laughs> something like that Aww. i mean none of that was scripted i'm i'm yeah, sure i know i know but i'm saying it was it was a good choice though yeah <laughs> But at first, you know, Tom brings this up, like, hey, maybe you could try this. And yeah, Tuvok's <laughs> like, no, absolutely not. I'm a married man. Right. Tom's like, well, it's, you know, I do have other skills besides being a pilot. I can make pretty convincing holo- hologram uh, yeah. program. A replica program. of your wife. You wouldn't yeah. be breaking your vows if it's a hologram of your wife. So. Of your wife. <laughs> and in the end, Tuvok agrees. Tuvok agrees. He agrees. I'm so shocked, but he agreed. He agrees. So we cut to a cave you know location which is yeah. obviously the the holodeck and there's Tuvok romancing his wife i wrote down <laughs> trek after dark here um, did you um uh did you direct tim in that blocking to sort of start like nuzzle her well yeah i mean it looks like he's about to give her a hickey is yes. what he's getting into the vulcan yeah, hickey they're, they're just beginning <laughs> the, the you know take care of business here <laughs> vulcan nookie Okay. Vulcan Nookie. Yeah. And I also like this transition as they get into it. We cut to the bridge and Tom slides into frame and <laughs> like, yeah, I did that. I helped take care of that. The funny <laughs> transition. Yeah, it was. Oh Tom slides into frame and then he goes, uh, there's a vessel <laughs> approaching. They're firing. And suddenly there's a shake on the bridge. Yeah. Uh, our deflector shields do hold. Janeway orders to hail this vessel. Turns out to be another Locurum patrol ship. And it looks a lot like the one that uh, that the away team. Got. Yeah, an equally cool looking ship. Yeah. Yes. And the Lokir captain says, we've detected photonic activity aboard your mm-hmm. vessel. Drop your shields and prepare to be boarded. And Jane was like, and what? By photonic the way, activity? Yes, they, yes. By the way, that's yeah. what they've detected. Because we're like, wait, at first I was like, wait, the doctor's not even here. And then, uh, then doesn't the captain say something like, shut down our holodecks janeway says oh we re- we didn't realize that was forbidden we'd be happy to shut down our holodecks it would and have I was been... like in my mind i'm like oh no not right now no but it would have been funny if they said liquor captain said it is absolutely illegal for any citizen to be having sex with a hologram with a photonic like we cannot allow that we're detecting that on your ship right now and then yeah it, it cuts to paris's face just looking up like, oh, no, oh, no, oh, no. But yes, very funny. Though. It was very funny. <laughs> they fire some sort of disruption field like they did to the Delta Flyer. We cut back to the cave set in the holodeck, <laughs> mid trek after dark. And <laughs> suddenly, Tapel keeps starts to, you know, stutter. And Tuvok is really unhappy. And you needed did. a shot of Tuvok's eye close up, just twitching, you know, just in just total, complete. Just he's like, up, what's yeah, going he's, on? What's happening? I hate this. Yes. We go back to the bridge. Chakotay says it, there's, that disruptor field is aimed right at holodeck, too. They're so confused <laughs> on the bridge. Janeway fires a shot. God. And uh, we cut back to. The, well, you uh, tell Janeway, you say it's Tuvok. He's in the holodeck. You say oh, that yeah. on the no, show, on, on the bridge. Yeah. <laughs> we cut, And we cut back to the uh, the holodeck and Tapel disappears and Tuvok <laughs> grumbles and then exits. He's like, 
stuck in the holodeck and oh my god mid romance <laughs> but anyway we go back to the bridge uh the captain the the Lokirum captain says uh he wants to inspect for photonics she says uh you can't do that but you can escort us or we'll destroy you you yeah you, you, your sensors have detected all of our armament all of our weaponry you mm -hmm. know so would you like to us to attack you or would you want to just sort of escort us to the we'll turn everything your space? off and we'll yeah, yeah we'll yeah, we'll turn off our holodecks we won't so he agrees it. yeah he agrees and then janeway says uh sometimes a little diplomacy requires a little saber rattling so. correct yeah. We go to space, we see the Laquarium ship. I still love the color of these ships. I still yeah. think they're cool. Yeah. All right. So now we're back in Laquarium Medical Bay. It's Lieutenant Jaren talking about her father in his aeroponics bay, pruning his vines, his talking about her mother reading in their favorite chair. So it's a sort of a bo another bonding scene between Jaren yeah. and the doctor, really, in Seven's yeah. body. Jaren then brings out this, this news that she feels there's someone who would really, really enjoy meeting um, Seven slash the doctor. Mm -hmm. Seven, the doctor says, well, who would that be? And Jaren's like, my brother, Loden. And the doctor sort of takes, a, oh, my, your brother? And Jaren's like, no, you'd like him. I mean, he's he's ambitious, accomplished. Mm -hmm. um, he'd love your sense of humor. So in essence, Jaren is trying to set up her brother with Seven of Nine, who in reality is the doctor at this point. So Very it's, confusing. it's a crazy confusing thing. But again, um, humorous and more humor in this scene, mm -hmm. but an another bonding scene. Rennick then calls Seven of Nine to go to the bridge. Mm -hmm. and, and we, we go to the Lakiram bridge and mm -hmm. Rennick uh, welcomes her to the bridge and the lights are low on the bridge, <laughs> the alien bridge. And he's feeling a little romantic too. There's a lot of romance. Oh, in this God, episode. there is. And this scene is exactly the scene that Harry Kim invites Seven of Nine in season four down to the mess hall with the low lights and everything. Oh, yeah. This is the exact same thing. And, oh, that's funny. and Harry's trying to get Seven, you know, to get jiggy with it. And here, Rannick is trying to get Seven to get mm -hmm. jiggy with it. Same thing. Although it's yeah. the doctor now. It's so... really the doctor, exactly. Yes, yeah. the lights are dim. He breaks out two glasses of synthahol because now <laughs> he's been hooked on the synthahol. Yeah. But the doctor promised Seven that he wouldn't drink in, while he's in her body. So he's got to refuse the 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 uh, wine. Yep. And then Rannick says that uh, the Pulsar's EM field vibrations against their ship's hull are converted into sound and transmitted into the room. So it sounds like whales almost. You see this light. Yeah, but before that, you Pulsar jump what field. happens. So after she refuses the the synthahol, he says, yeah. well, I got to show you something. And she's like, okay. And right. that's when he says, oh, take a look at this. And on their view screen comes up this awesome looking- uh, It's a Pulsar, Pulsar cluster. Clus cluster, exactly. Yes. Um, but it's, again- it's flirty. It's very, very flirty. Very flirty. He says, our poets call it the window of dreams. Yep. And then uh, there's and sort then of this whale sound. sound and yep. That's the pulse of the vibrations. Mm -hmm. She calls him on it. She's like, okay, rapid pulse, respiratory distress. You may be having a reaction to the pulsar's radiation. We should get you to the medical bay. And Ronick's like, no, 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 I'm not going to the medical bay. It's like, well, you know, you starship captains, you're you're all alike. You're you're trying to stomach. You're trying to be tough for all this stuff. And Ronick's like, no, 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 I don't need an exam to know what I'm suffering from. And he reaches in and goes for the big kiss. Kisses her, but it's the doctor. The doctor it's all very confusing. Mm -hmm. And the and then shoves the doctor shoves him back. 
Yeah. And he apologized. He's embarrassed now. And, uh, mm. and the doctor says, yes, you were absolutely wrong about this. And he, he says, I didn't mean to offend you. It's just, I've never met a woman like you before. <laughs> and, and the doctor seven says, that's because there are no women, women like, like me. me. And then storms out. <laughs> funny, funny, funny. Yeah, really funny stuff. Then we go to, I think, uh, the medical bay again. Yep. Right? Yes. And the doctor returns to their medical bay, sees Jaron again, and tells Jaron what happened. This is the one where I thought the blocking didn't work, I will oh. say. Oh. So this is where the doctor comes back in, and it's kind of going, doing some busy work, like heading to the shelves to get something, I think. And then yeah. I couldn't tell. I was like, then reached up high for something and it looked like seven was going to climb the shelves <laughs> so high it just i didn't buy it i don't know it well you know it's forth. funny enough i wasn't really watching that i didn't i was listening to the i was more in the dialogue you know which yeah. was you now learn that jaron in essence has feelings for brannock right yeah uh, yes. he's saying well when you spend time with someone enough time you start getting uh, attractions to them mm -hmm. and and that's when the doctor slash seven's like, wait, 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 you have feelings for him? Oh, uh, uh, and then seven slash the doctor tries to warn Jaron away from yes. that, saying that he's somewhat of a Lothario a, a or whatever Lothario, she calls him. Yeah. Uh, yes. Mm -hmm. You need someone who appreciates your talents, someone overflowing yeah. with intelligence and compassion. Yep. Someone and capable, and that's when the neck starts oh. climbing, climbing up the shaft. Oh, that's when she does that. Okay, and then she what pulls a she pulls something. Then right, yes. a neck muscle, and yes. then that's Jaron was like, oh no no, it looks like a little spasm, and so she starts kind of massaging. Yeah, Jaron says I, I I learned some techniques from our last medic, and yeah. uh, starts massaging the doctor slash seven seven. The doctor enjoys it just a little bit too much. Yes, what happens. yes. <laughs> And then, uh, and then the, the doctor seven says, you know, there's something that you don't know about me, something that I have to tell you. And that's where I was like, no, don't no. do it. And, and seven when... slash the doc, the doctor thinks he's been, he's been had like they, yeah. he feels like he, Jaron knows everything. And... Yeah. Cause, cause Jaron says, well, it's all right. I already know. And yeah. so <laughs> the doctor seven's like, wait, you do? How, how do you know? Yeah. And Jaron says, uh, your cybernetic your cybernetic implants, your portable regenerator. Yeah. And finally, we realize that uh, you're, the Jaren says you're part, part board. That's There's what she knows. Nothing There's to no, be ashamed of. No. And no. the doctor slash him. Like, Whoo. Yeah. Yeah. The doctor thought that, that he had been caught in this whole scam they're pulling. But yeah, we get pulled out of this scene by uh, a, a hail from another crew member saying security to medical bay. Uh, Lieutenant, Lieutenant Jaron answers and the, whoever is talking says the prisoner is ill. He's requesting treatment by his crewmate. So Harry, Harry is, 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 you know, he's faking a only, seizure. Yeah. He's faking, he's it. faking a seizure. We I go love in, that scene. in the jail. And he's like, Oh, he's, he's, you know, <laughs> clutching his stomach and, and doubled over. And, but I went right into my line though, after the guard walked away, I'm like, yeah. Oh. Where the hell have you been? Is what I did. Yeah. So I love it. Yeah, that. it was very funny. Funny. Very funny. God. Funny scene. Yeah. Uh, he fakes it. Yeah. He says, I had to fake a seizure to, to get you back here. And the doctor <laughs> slash seven says, Calm down. We're, yeah. we're we're getting somewhere. And they download the doctor again back out of 
out of seven's uh systems yes and uh the doc uh, seven is still critical of the doctor she's like yes well we're getting somewhere you know when the doctor isn't indulging himself so um so they're still bickering a little bit. The yes. doctor's enjoying this. Kissing Ronick on the bridge. Is that your idea of restraint? <laughs> oh, I love it. And then Harry's what? like, kissing? <laughs> yeah. What I loved in this, so they start talking about kissing on the bridge. And then she says, and the the massage from Lieutenant to Jared. Jared. <laughs> and the doctor's yeah. like, that's entirely therapeutic. And Seven goes, you became sexually, sexually aroused, aroused in my, my body. body. The look on Bob's face, <laughs> I've never seen so much acting in a, because his eyes went wide, he sort of was like, <laughs> he didn't even say anything, but you knew that Seven was right. They start to bicker a little bit here about Seven's like, let's just take care of business. And the doctor's like, this kind of enjoying life is what it's all about. Like he's yeah. never experienced this sort of, you know, um, since these sort of sensations they're not indulgences it's living it's life it's mm -hmm. you know the air in your lungs the adrenaline in your veins he didn't know what he was missing before this mm -hmm. it's a great little conversation it is it is and then it's... harry ultimately says um we need a plan uh anything with the comm system and uh seven says that she saw rannick's the, the captain's command codes mm -hmm. So if we can get those command codes to Voyager, Harry says, we can disable their shields and get us out of here. And the doctor's like, I, how are we going to do that? How are we going to get it there? And Seven says, well, the subspace trans transceiver is on the flyer. Yeah. And Harry's That's like- send a message. Right? Yeah. Harry yeah. says, let's let's get on the, the flyer. So, uh, yeah. so off we go. Yeah. And it's uh, the doctor who says that I can get us on board. Mm -hmm. So he's thinking- mm -hmm. He walks onto the bridge and says, can I speak to you in private? And uh, we, they head to the Delta Flyer inside. The back area, the lab. The, the lab area. She apologizes. The doctor slash seven apologizes how she behaved before. Asks if they can start over. Drinks a toast. She lets her hair down. She pulls this thing, this shot behind her hair yeah. of like the it's the syringe that she's taken from. She's taken the syringe. That was what was holding her hair up. Oh. So she pulls Oh, that I did up. not put that. Okay. Yeah. I didn't put so two and two together. She... Because in reality, um, the amount of time that the hair department spent on her quaff to get it the way it is, yeah. there's no way that she could have just like pulled it off no. that quickly. So, so that um, was the syringe holding the syringe. her hair. She lets her hair down. Yeah. And then they uh, there's some music and they start to waltz. And it's... <laughs> The most awkward waltz dance I've ever seen in my life. Hilarious. I, but remember, I didn't see this. This I didn't see this episode until oh, now, so and funny. so I was on the floor watching this awkward waltz scene. Yeah. It was so great. Whether it's Seven <laughs> or the Doctor dancing, it oh, would be God. awkward and yeah, totally leading the whole thing. Um, <laughs> and then the uh, the captain is called to the bridge. He tries to leave. <laughs> the Doctor slash Seven like. Nope. Spins him around, doesn't let him yeah. leave, sort of spins him into a hold and then jabs that sedative into his neck, yeah. knocking him out. And uh, yeah. it was very funny. It was. We go back to the Voyager bridge, I think, yeah. after this. And uh, I love Janeway talking to Tuvok by his station. He's he's back at his station. She says, um, you know, she, she uh, knows, basically she says she knows what's going on. 
Um, no, but she doesn't. You well, didn't at first she me. says, I appreciate your sense of duty, Tuvok, yeah. but we can handle it. And he says, uh, my illness is in the early stages. I can control it. And she says, you know, if I re- remember correctly, last time you came down with the Tarkalian flu was seven oh. years ago. Oh, so she did do that? A little quotation? She didn't do that. Of- she didn't do it literally, but she was sort of putting it together here. Ah. Um, so she does kind of figure she out does figure in it this out scene. Around. Yeah. And then Neelix shows far. up. <laughs> yeah. She, and she says, hey, the holodeck's at your disposal. <laughs> so she knows. She okay, and she Tom knows. are on the same she, page. She's on the same page. Neelix is not on the same page. No, he's no. not. No. <laughs> um he he has made some uh, uh i i think what did he make some soup or something uh, it was yeah it was um something was in that? a bowl i don't yeah. know his grandmother's recipe uh to help even the most stubborn flu and yeah and um tuvok doesn't smell anything i love neelix says exactly i prepared it how you like it no herbs or spices of any kind practically it's tasteless, tasteless. <laughs> um and then we get a hail uh, yeah from the flyer from the flyer it's seven and <laughs> with her uh, hair down yeah. yeah with her hair down it's really the doctor yeah um and and acting like the doctor says we're being held prisoner in the locurum patrol ship yeah and i'm sending over our location and the command codes to disable their shields mm-hmm. and uh janeway says are the doctor and harry all right the Doctor Seven says, uh, Ensign Kim is his usual chip herself. As for me, I'm looking forward to a long, uneventful shift in sick bay. That's when Janeway's like, wait, Doctor? <laughs> and the Doctor Seven goes, it's long a long story, story Captain. Yeah. So oh, this sorry. is where they realize they may be in more trouble than they they uh, thought. Yeah, yeah. So we're still with this escort out of their s- sector when Janeway says, you know what, let's 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 get take, rid of these. Get rid of these guys. Target their power matrix. Uh, We got to make this shot count. Direct hit. There's Tuvok. And we take off, Max. We're out of there. Yeah. Ronick is lying on the bio bed now. So we're back in that medical bay. Jaren's not, Jaren Jaren doesn't know what's going on. She's like, what's happening with him? And Seven's like, well, apparently Ronick has never, uh, Ronick has a very low tolerance to Synthahol. Lower than my low tolerance for synthahol and jaren's like well that doesn't really sound like rannick and uh seven's like well it's probably something he would not admit to his crew and right we should probably keep this between us yeah then rannick wakes up yeah jaren revives him jaren um, revives yeah. him and he orders the doctor slash seven to be arrested or seized <laughs> here and then uh they hear that voyager is detected on their scanners voyagers approaching so they head yeah. to the bridge and then he says, bring her along. I want her, I want her where I can see her. Yeah. And I wrote down, that sounds risky. Like, why wouldn't you put what? somebody who just like outsmarted you? Why wouldn't you put them in jail? In the brig. Yeah. In the brig. But and, but also I felt that was because he still had a crush on her. Maybe. Possibly. Yeah. Okay. So they bring seven slash doctor along yeah. with a guard. And um we go out to a, a space flyby. This is Voyager. This is a CG ship. This is not our old models that they used to use. Model shot. This was a CG ship. It looked pretty cool. Did some yeah. kind of cool banking turn. Yeah, it was. Um, we go to the Voyager bridge. We open a channel. And uh, just before we open a channel, Janeway says, stand by with those command codes to Chakotay. Mm-hmm. So uh, she's going to try to talk to them. But if not, she's going to use their secret information mm-hmm. 
Janeway says, you know, she tells Rannick, um, we don't want to fight you. Uh, just return our people and we will be on our way. Mm-hmm. And Rannick is pissed off. He's like, uh, they were transporting photo, photo, photonic insurgents <laughs> and biogen- biogenic material. And Janeway's like, we will disable you guys. Um, she turns to Chakotay, gives him a nod, and he enters those Lokirum command codes. Mm-hmm. Back on the bridge, or the Lokirum bridge, they uh, they start to lose their ventral shield grid. Mm-hmm. Rannick says compensate, but Jaren says they've tapped into our shield matrix. They're using your command authorization. Mm-hmm. And then we go back to our bridge, and Chakotay's like, wait a minute, they're rerouting their power to their warp matrix. And then Captain Rannick says, okay, if you fire on us, you will trigger a core breach and all of your people will be killed. Along with us. So, Along with us. Yeah. So he basically goes all in. He goes all <laughs> like, in, yeah. checkmate. Janeway ends the transmission and she orders a tractor beam. Mm-hmm. Rannick says full reverse, target their emitters. And mm-hmm. of course they do uh, break free of our tractor beam. Janeway says, Chakotay, can you send a comm signal directly to Seven's cortical node? Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh yeah, I can do this. So Seven is receiving a message from um, Janeway. And Janeway's saying, doctor, if you can hear me, we need your help. Try to disable their shields. Mm-hmm. And that's when uh, Seven quickly downloads the EMH into the mobile emitter which then causes confusion amongst everybody because now they're yeah. photonic here, right? Yep. Um, she knocks the guard down. Um, <clears throat> all mayhem breaks loose at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, and the doctor She does says, a quick disarm and a face yeah. punch to the... She grabs the guy's weapon, face hands punches Hands it to him. the doctor, right? And yeah, hands it to the doctor. Yeah. I love so, when at first she does the move and then the doctor runs and hides behind her, which is very <laughs> funny. Bob ran and hid behind Jerry Ryan. It was funny. And then Seven uh, gives this weapon to the doctor and says, hold them here. I'm going to work on the shield controls. And the doctor takes the gun, but he's, he's like holding it funny. He's very nervous with this weapon. And um, and he gets it taken away from him. Yeah, he, he does say to them, I'm not afraid to use this, but he's <laughs> terrified to use it. Mm-hmm. And he has jumped uh, the guard and Rannick sort of yeah. double jump him, yeah. overpower him and disarm him. Rannick fires near seven, but um, he doesn't shoot her, which is to me was a sign of like, oh, he still cares. He still about cares her. about her, definitely. Yeah, because he could have he could have shot her easily. Yeah. What Jaren says is like, look, um, seven or she just destabilized the shield grid; it's failing. And Rannick says, you know, watch them. But seven says, look, if you try to reinitialize the grid, it's going to overload. Mm-hmm. Um, don't do this. Rannick doesn't listen, and the panel does explodes. It anyway. Yeah, he does it anyway. Yeah. And there's significant injury on Rannick's face. I mean, it just oh, looks yeah. like part of his face is gone. And really, that and explosion, it's just... that explosion, by the way, was like a lot of styrofoam. You know, we used to mm-hmm. use like styrofoam debris and stuff. Yeah. Yep. It felt like a little too much. Too much? Moment. Okay. Yeah, you felt like it could have been dialed down. So from was, zero to ten, how much how much explosion was that? Was that that was like an eight. Say? Okay. Probably. And what would you have dialed it down to then? A five. Okay. Probably. So yeah, about twenty percent less. I think that yeah. when I directed this, I remember feeling like often we don't have enough in these action moments. Uh, I was like, so let's make kind of, sure let's this make feels big. And yeah. I think I went a little too big. Okay. All right. Jaren says stay back, and the doctor. Slash seven drops down. Well, no, just the doctor. No, just the it's doctor. Outside of the bot, yes. Because I'm a doctor. Let me help. 
And so back on Voyager, Tuvok says their shields are down and we have a lock. And Janeway says, uh, away team, stand by for transport. Mm -hmm. And then we go back to the Lokirum Bridge and the doctor says, no, 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 no. Captain, yep. I've got injured here. I can't leave. Yep. Um, this this man will die without immediate, immediate surgery. Mm -hmm. And um, then he says to Rannick, he says, I know it's hard for you to understand, but I am the person that you've been getting to know the last few days. And so this is amazing because he's a photonic. Yeah. Rannick has, you know, they're very biased, obviously, against photonics. But he's mm -hmm. saying, I'm a photonic and I have been getting to know you. The doctor says to Jaron, yeah. I know you have feelings for Rannick, but if he dies, you're never going to forgive yourself. Yeah. And um, yeah. So, so clearly she lets him work on yeah. him at that yeah. point, right? Yeah. yeah. And then we go to... Um, the Lokira Medical Bay. Mm -hmm. The doctor has stabilized Rannick. Um, he's, he's repaired even... all his wounds. He's totally back to yes. normal again, basically. Yes. Right. Yep. And um, yeah, he's in full health. And um, he says, he basically says, despite his his uh, bias against photonic uh, mm -hmm. photonics, that he's very grateful the doctor saved his life. Yeah. Rannick feels a little awkward about kissing the doctor. <laughs> and then the doctor tries to be a matchmaker here. And he talks about, you know, there are other women who might appreciate you. I'm just not one of them. <laughs> and uh, Jaron thanks them, says goodbye. The doctor says to them, I don't know if this experience will change your opinion of photonics, but I hope it's a start. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's very sweet. Yeah. It's very sweet. It is. Yeah. And then we go to... Uh, a hallway in back on Voyager, and we see Paris and Tuvok. Has this ever happened before? Has there What's... ever been a Paris Tuvok walk and talk? Well, here's the other thing. No, N not really. Paris Tuvok so. walk and talk. Here's the yeah. other thing. Yeah, I did this on a long lens instead of the usual. Um, oh. Usually, we do this on a dolly or Steadicam. Yeah. And I don't know if you noticed, but it was a very long lens where Tuvok huh. came around one corner, I came around another. And we kind of walked into together a together into a tighter shot. Ah, cool. Yeah, but it was a it was a long lens shot in a hallway, which we never did. And yeah, it looked so great. And it, it did made look the good. show feel much more, in my opinion, cinematic and not mm -hmm. the, the typical kind of medium shot walking down the hallway with. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, it was, it was very cool. I liked it. Tuvok does say his condition has passed. He's fully recovered, and thanks Paris for his help. Paris goes, don't mention it. I just hope everything was okay. Tuvok says, not exactly. My wife's ears are four millimeters shorter than your facsimile. Yeah, I made her <laughs> ears. Her ears were too big. <laughs> he totally called you on that. It's like so funny. Yeah. And Paris goes, well, I took a, a little artistic license. And I'm like, does he think that Vulcans like bigger ears? Like that's a... That's, that's a, a Ferengi sex, thing, isn't it? It's a sexy thing. Exactly. <laughs> Oh my but, God! But Tuvok says it was it was adequate, but it's no substitute for my real wife, and it's a nice moment because Paris is. is like, yeah, I get that. Like it was very sincere and yeah. sweet. And yeah, I like that little scene. Mm -hmm. We go back to our last scene in sick bay. There's the doctor at his desk. He's he's it is the it was the most seven walks in behind him. He doesn't see her, but he hears someone walk in. And he says, please state the nature of the medical emergency. But it was the most depressed version of that line <laughs> I'd ever heard. Please state the nature of the medical emergency. It was oh. great. I loved hearing like 
a different version of that line. It was great. <laughs> yeah. Um, she's brought in a tray of earth culinary indulgences. Yeah. That was what they were arguing about, you mm -hmm. know, and she's, she's going to uh, eat this with him and describe it to him so yeah. he can continue to enjoy you know uh the senses the sense yeah. of eating i love when he says to her he goes oh the mess hall is three decks up in case you've forgotten i've lost my appetite permanently <laughs> which was it was Wait, just a funny line to me where, that was in this oh yes yes that was in the final she scene. comes in with yeah. the food and he's like the mess yeah. hall's three decks up in case you've forgotten i've lost my appetite, appetite permanently, permanently. <laughs> yeah those are good lines for sure yeah, for sure. But, uh, and there's another good line at the end when when uh, the doctor says, "Well, what about the wine?" It doesn't exactly agree with you. And she goes, "Well, if I if I become sick, I won't have to go go far. I'm already in sick bay." So yeah, cute. It's a cute uh, scene. Yeah, cute, it's a nice cute, cute button scene there. So. Yeah. All right. So, what is your lesson out of all this? My craziness? lesson is. My lesson is sometimes seeing th things through someone else's eyes can teach you a lot mm. to walk in someone else's shoes. You can yeah. learn a lot about life. So it's very true. Yeah. That's my yeah. lesson. What about you? Uh, mine's more about, mine is more about try to take the time to experience life instead of rushing mm. through it, because mm -hmm. there's that whole scene about, you know, when the doctor first starts eating the cheesecake and the other food, and it's just like, oh my yeah. gosh. And that's, you know, that's just something that reminds me of a dinner I had with my uncle. And I was eating the food so quickly. He's like, you know, the only time that you actually get to taste the food is while you're chewing it in your mouth right. like right. that. Enjoy the you taste of this food. What are you gulping it down for? Yeah. Right? It's like yeah, you're yeah. eating it like, I mean, that's typically the way a dog will eat food. It just swallows it everything so yeah. quickly and it, you don't need to do that. So really just the lesson here is just slow down, slow down, take the time to yeah. enjoy the experience that we call life, you know, yeah. whether it be eating yeah. something, drinking something, attending a concert, reading a book, just enjoy mm -hmm. it. Don't mm -hmm. rush. Uh, what's your rating on this episode? I'm going to give it, I'm going to give it a, I'll give it a high seven. So 7.9, just oh. below eight. Yeah. Wow. Okay. That's what I'll give it. All right. Um, what do you I am, oh, this is crazy. Okay. You'd I, I rated this. I just pulled up the Admiral's rating. I have my rating here. So Would my it... rating is an eight. I gave oh. this an eight because I thought it was really fun. Even though I know I directed it, there were oh, some okay. imperfections, but overall it was a really great episode. I gave it an eight. You gave it a 7.9. Hmm. The Admiral and Captain's average rating for body and soul yes. is eight. Bam! The... Wow. Bam. We're wow. right there. We're both in we're the same. We're both right there. Yeah, we're both yeah. right there. Exactly. And the admirals are right there with us. Yeah. Yeah, this I was a that. fun episode. It was. It was. I'm glad I okay, watched then. this one. Well, thank you, everyone, for tuning in to this week's episode. And tune in next week when Robbie and I will be discussing, recapping the episode Nightingale. Mm. See you then. See you then. Thanks, everybody. Thanks. <laughs>